0: Welcome. Glad you're here. And we are doing a little bit of a break in between the Stuckbook interviews um, because I wanted to lay out some stuff that I'm working on with companies that I've served. We kind of have three levels and individuals. At the deepest level, we're helping people figure out how to not prove or hide in their leadership. Uh, then how to not tolerate or avoid in their team, and then how to not have fear or indifference in the people they serve when you think about this organizational-wide. And one of the great problems that I'm seeing develop on the horizon uh, and all around us is just what I would call a a victim culture. And this is uh, becoming really just epidemic. Um, So what I wanna do, for a few episodes, is break down uh, some practical things you can do to recognize it and not get swept away in it and, and to transcend it. And so, what I want to do for just a few episodes, a little break in between the, the stuck book interviews is break this down. Um, It's something I'm doing now with, with companies and speaking. And maybe if your teams are going through the monthly chats with me, we're talking about some of these things, but this will just allow me to get it into a format that more people can experience it, but also people that are experiencing it can get a review. So first and foremost, let's just talk about this. Work has changed. Work has changed. Now, change is just an inevitable reality of life. It's easy when you start to look at your life year to year that you get fixed in some patterns that you forget aren't always true. And so you have some some big shifts that have happened uh, throughout human development, and one of these has a massive implication on your work. So first of all, let's just stay pretty focused in on the last few decades when you talk about work. Um... To to be a great worker, uh, to be a part of an organization and contribute, or maybe for the people that I directly coach, business owners um, or team leaders with significant responsibility, what could you expect from your team or your employees? Well, if you were an employee or a, a team member, or you were the one leading the team members and the employees, you could expect them to be loyal. To follow orders, uh, to get along well, to um, show up and get some work done each day, and that was good enough. And for much of, you know, late industrialization, as we got into white collar work with lots of middle management, this was fine. Uh, there's a book that's come out in the last couple of years. Becoming um, an Everyone Developmental Organization. I totally butchered the title, and I'm so sorry. I just don't have it right here in front of me. Uh, But it's by Robert Keegan, and if you've hung around this podcast very long, you know that I'm really impacted by his work because he's got the longest study ever done on how adults develop this whole idea of socialized mind, self-authoring mind, self-transforming mind. And they released a book talking about how companies have to embrace this idea that the role of the company needs to be to develop the individual. Um, and they even talk about hiding. And I'm like, yes, this is so great. Some Someone else is putting this in print. Of course, I wanted to be like, where's the proving? Because it's proving and hiding. But, But anyway, that's a whole separate deal. Point of this is organizations, because we now live in a world, the military terms as VUCA, volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous that because we live in this kind of world that it's dramatic change, companies can't lower their expectations. Organizations can't lower what they're expecting of their leaders. They actually have to raise them. It's not to expect less. It's to expect more. Now, some of you listening to this right now could think that I'm talking about expecting more in how much you can shoulder. So that just means you've got to stay longer hours and more output. Well, not necessarily. I mean, if we're expecting less of you, then you're never feeling the burden of not being able to get it all done in a day, which is an appropriate level of challenge so that you can learn to prioritize. So we're not about trust falls or more PowerPoint with lots of information on the slides or more yelling at site shift, you know that, or, or even complicated solutions. Instead, it's about really understanding what is happening And what can we do about it? Well, less challenge isn't the answer. I'll quote from uh, the book here by Robert Keegan on, uh, you know, becoming a developmental organization. He says, research shows that the single biggest cause of work burnout is not work overload, but working too long without experiencing your own personal development. Whoa. I mean, this is like so huge. I think most people could totally miss this, that the biggest cause of work burnout isn't work overload, but not experiencing your own development as you work, anybody that has taken on any venture within an organization, outside of an organization, doing their own thing, whatever it is, when you're personally fulfilled and growing through it, the feat of what you can accomplish is amazing. And and we think about this oftentimes in terms of maybe climbing Mount Everest or, you know, running seven massive marathons all over the world or whatever, all of these things. But it's not just physical. It's also from a leadership standpoint. And so it's time that we get past this idea that, you know, I put in effort and I get rewards. I've been here 20 years. I put in effort and I get money. I mean, this is an idea that had... A few decades of life in late stage uh, industrialization, but it is going away. And I want you to be ready for it. See, the arc of human history, there's no guarantee that you will put in your effort or your time and you'll get money or or get crops. I and mean, we could start with agriculturalism. The idea that you would put effort into growing crops. Yeah, you got to do your hard work, but there's irregular weather patterns. There's figuring out you know, what does or doesn't work in certain soil conditions. And anytime you switch from like one massive era to another, there's this great destabilization that happens. And that's what occurred when we went to industrialism. And industrialism gave us a false notion of, I just put in effort and I get money. I just put in time and I get money. Um, Because you get into this idea now of a salary or a guaranteed check. Well, what's behind the guaranteed check is an infrastructure that you're counting on being there. I always think of Enron because this is such a topsy-turvy moment where people are showing up and getting a check and then f- so fast this, you know, collapse that happens. And we experienced that in 2007 and 8. and I was affected by that personally. Those of you that hung around here know that I've, I've shared that story before. So what we want to learn to do is recognize what's the next thing that's coming? Let's get ready for it. What What's after industrialization? Well, we're already into it it's robotism. Can we call it that? I don't know. Roboticism. But it's this idea that there are so many coming advantages uh, in the future with all that we're going to be able to do to have nanotechnology in our bodies and let us know uh, what's wrong with us and how to extend life expectancy and the quality of life with that life expectancy. Um, So much capacity and possibility for jobs that are very dangerous or lack a lot of meaning that are going to be able to be replaced. But here's the thing. If a robot can do it, a robot will do it. The people that I coach and work with that are in different places where they are at the edge of the future and working in industries um, and environments where the speed of adoption is very high, I'm just telling you, you, you can't be caught sitting down on this. Uh, if a robot can do it, a robot will do it. So what are we going to do? We have a great change that's happening. We have a great uh, you know, shift that's occurring in society, and there are gonna be a lot of people that will continue on until they wake up one day and they're completely squeezed. They're squeezed into less opportunities. They're squeezed into not being able to grow their skills, to not feel well about themselves. So I'm always excited to have conversations with people from an organizational standpoint. I mean, obviously, shift. the foundation of it is the personal change. But at an organizational level, how can you prepare now by advancing yourself to be the best leader you can be? I mean, there are lots of people that aren't involved in setting strategy and hiring and firing and growing their ability to catalyze a room and move people in a certain direction and Uh, to teach a change that needs to be made and improve a system and align the strategy. I mean, all of these things that are the the function of leadership to to get the team rallied around and unified uh, around the next initiative, all of these are learnable skills. And most people do not take the opportunity to learn them. They're just content to do work that doesn't have this high risk component to it, uh, where they're going to be out there in front of people and moving things. And so if you don't hear what I'm saying, if you don't see the future and feel the fire to work on you, you you'll you be left behind. Now, some of you can settle for riding the momentum of a growing company, right? And and you'll be able to ride it for a while. Um, the companies that I get to work with are growth-oriented. They're passionately pursuing growth. And I can see people that are in the environment that are just coasting on the growth of that. But that will eventually run out. I mean, it's fun to work at a growing company. It's just more fun. There's more money. There's more opportunity for promotion. And there is more opportunity for skill development because you're taking new frontiers. But that's happenstance. And the craziest thing is the best leaders in organizations get the best opportunities for growth. What if, what if you could do what most people that I work with do? where they assume responsibility for their growth. I mean, they freaking put expensive coaching on their credit card because they're like, I have to grow. Well, that's what I've been working on like crazy. I've been working on this like crazy and I'm just excited to to tell you about it in this podcast and I've got some more to, to teach you about what it means to recognize the moment we're in and how to be at your best as a leader. But for now, it's just understanding this idea that... You know, in most organizations, the the top 5 to 10% of performing employees are designated as a high potential. They get access to the world-class training, and the rest get left out. And so my hope for you is that you're stirred up and that you look at this and you go, I want to go invest in myself. You know, for me, as a voice, I mean, you're here at this podcast, you're listening, and that means so much as a, a voice in your life, and you're paying attention to this, go find it. Go find it somewhere. I mean, there are places, you know, that you look around the world and you go, wow, here's a place that's trying to do their best to provide world class training in what it means to be at the absolute edge of who you are as a person and a leader. And, you know, go do it. Go find it. Now, if you have trouble finding it, and I love helping organizations wake up to the reality of this, I love helping people wake up to the reality of this. If you do have trouble finding it, or you want to know the one I'm most passionate about, I'm going to go ahead and tell you it's my podcast. Why wouldn't I? We've released the SightShiftacademy.com. So you type that in, the Of course, S-I-G-H-T shift. And I've put everything I can into this. I mean, to say that this is the most ambitious, thorough, comprehensive challenging, fun, exhausting project I've ever taken, taken on is a complete understatement. And it has been an absolute thrill and challenge to build. I mean, to, to wake up at 5.30 in the morning and be like, oh my gosh, this, this workbook is not just right. So here's the thing. What's at the academy? It's, it's six courses. Let me just tell you about it real quick. We're going to be adding more, six workbooks. These courses, these workbooks will guide you through getting you from beginner to intermediate or intermediate to advanced in what well in everything you need to be at your edge and best as a leader so we've got our figure that shift out program maybe you've been interested in the coaching at some level but you can't afford it or there's just for whatever reason it's there at the academy go get it get your life changed You want to learn how to be at the edge in what you do in leading meetings. I'll train you in that. I'm going to train you in how to manage others from a secure identity. Your management will be so sharp and effective. I'm going to train you in the the best leadership skills, what you need to learn so that you can uh, experience the fruit, the reward, the challenge, the excitement, and the thrill of you exploring the frontier of who you can actually be. And everything in it is built with this understanding that your life has changed when you have educational experiences that are designed to teach you skills with exercises that challenge you. So you can think about it this way. For each of the courses, I wanna help you get to a specific outcome. How am I, I gonna get you to that outcome? I'm gonna teach you skills. And it's, it's video, high quality. I've put energy into it. Like each one's a TED Talk. It's audio that's downloadable. Uh, so that you can take it with you and listen to it however you want. Um, it's optimized for all devices. You can experience it however you'd prefer. And when you dive into this, you're going to find that I teach you these skills because I'm and I'm going to give you these exercises that you wrestle with. That's how, that's how education should work. You wrestle with exercises to learn skills to get to the outcome, and it's all been designed with that in mind. Listen, stress isn't bad. Stress can be good. It conditions you to get to the edge of your abilities, and that's what you want in life. You don't want to drown where there's so much stress you suffocate and you create all these negative triggers and patterns. You also don't want to coast, and so you don't want everything to be easy. Life has challenging moments in it. You want to be able to respond. You want to be prepared. How do you do that? Well, it's about you having access to the best training the people that go the farthest are the people that have based on the talent code study and you can check this out in the book called the talent code the people that go the furthest are the people that have world-class coaching world-class coaching they have deep ignition they know how to uh motivate themselves or unblock motivation for their truest desire and they practice thoughtfully In this academy, I'm gonna teach you how to practice thoughtfully. I'm gonna give you skills to do that. I'm gonna help you unblock motivation. And my aim is to bring you world class training. That if you are at 40% of your leadership capacity, I'm gonna help you get to 80%. If you're a real strong self studier, if you're at 80% and you wanna get to 95%, I wanna help you do that. If you're at 95% and wanna get to 98%, you can apply it and do that. So I'm not gonna be ashamed of the fact that I am shouting this from the rooftops. I would walk across the street and tell my neighbor about this. Like, you got to check it out. So thesiteshiftacademy.com. I'm going to be coming back with some more episodes on understanding where we're at right now in the culture, how to be at your best as a leader, and what you can do to not get stuck in the cul-de-sacs and pitfalls that a lot of people are going to be falling into. But there's one more thing I need to tell you about before I do. And this is built into the academy. And it's really, really crazy and uh, so fulfilled that we did this. So we've tried to think about a comprehensive view of your life and leadership with all the courses in there. We've got, I'm already working on the next course we're gonna add, so we're gonna keep moving that edge out. But one of the courses on here is called Sight Shift Certification. And let me just tell you a little bit about this real quick. Just give me, uh, let's see, minute and a half, two minutes. My vision with Siteshift for years, when we first really formed it as a company, has been that the best way you change the world is through micro-apprenticeships. And what that's developed into for Siteshift is the core of what we do when people learn how to live and lead out of the secure identity is a 12-week coaching process. And so the vision for years has been to set up a certification process so that that message could spread beyond me and my efforts. So I spent five years working on how to transfer the skills as effectively as possible, and we've done it. We have a checklist process. Now, for people that want certification, there's information about that at siteshift.com certification, but there's a course in there because that course doesn't get you certified, but it's a part of the process. And maybe for you, it's not about getting certified, but you want to learn how to do what I do as a coach in the 12-week process. This course will show you how you can learn how to do that. And so really excited about that. Listen, thanks for being here. Thanks for letting me tell you about this because I know the potential it has to change your life. I know we're living in a changing world. And I want you to have a uh, mindset that says, I want to grow in skills where can I get the best skills so that I am my most courageous strategic self and kind and trustworthy with the power that I exercise. Listen, thanks for being here. Look forward to these next episodes and uh, sharing some more about this, and then we'll kick back into the StuckBook interviews later. As always, uh, such a privilege to have you here. Peace.